Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm starting. I'm starting. <laughs> Do you think I was just saying hello to you? Oh, I'm fine, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for coming back on. Sorry. So, if anyone hasn't listened to Amanda's first podcast, I would say go and listen to that before you listen to this one, <laughs> because we talk about how Amanda got into all of this stuff on that one, and it's probably best that you listen to that before the one we're about to do. So, aye, since the last one, we have ended up training buddies. Because I never really knew you when you first came no. on before. <laughs> I'd only knew you through the old, the old internet. The training buddies. That's it. So, when Amanda last came on, she had done... Bolt and Iron Man. That Badly. was your that was your main <laughs> one with loads of injuries and stuff, but managed to do it. Um and I was then training for my first seventy point three and you were training for Keltman. Keltman and then um, Iron Man um, Wales as well. So it was uh, it was great for me because I was able to go out and train with Amanda or long distances on the bikes, routes that I don't have access to in Glasgow. She took me to some amazing lakes. Lakes, is that what you call them? Locks? Locks. Um, lakes is a bit American, isn't it? <laughs> to the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Down the locks. To be fair, some of them did look what we were in somewhere like America, yeah. Canada. They were amazing. Um, which obviously was great for my swimming because, again, not really many open water swimming in Glasgow, if any, apart from uh, the coaching that I do. Got some distance PBs. Got some, done 3,000, I've realised today, looking back at my videos, I've done 3,000 metres that day, mm-hmm. which... Is it even known? Aye, which, <laughs> just because you were uh, telling me to keep going, basically, and you were doing 4,000 that day. Mm-hmm. So, aye, it was great. Um, so we ended up obviously getting quite pally and training together. And uh, you've then done your events. Oh, I. And you're here to talk about them. <laughs> so, apart from that, anything cool been happening since we last spoke? My life's basically just training. That's it. <laughs> so, Sounds really, not much else. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good to train, me. Train, train, sleep. We've just uh, done a wee re- weight training workout there. Just payback. <laughs> well, <laughs> indeed. For leaving you on the bike and making you swim. Aye, well. <laughs> That cycle we went out and you were just kept pushing it and I was behind you and I was tough going, man. You hated me for a while. No, not at all. <laughs> I got some good, some good uh, training off it, so it was, it was, it was all worth it. So, how was doing the weights there? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? A bit of both? No, I, d- I did enjoy it. I, I've not done it in a long time, like heavy stuff, so it was good to go. You done well. Aye. Eighty kg deadlifts. I mean, I've been training for triathlons for about three years, so before that I was doing yeah, Spartan like, o- OCR racing, so I was doing a lot of heavy weights for that, Yeah. so to go back to it, it was kind of, aye, it's quite hard. Aye, though, well, that's the thing, like, if you've not done it in a while, it's just a shock to the system, aye. plus you won't have the same strength as what you had, what, three years no, ago, no, two years ago, a year ago, whatever it may be. Aye, because you're just, like, constantly keeping on top of your, like... Fit and stuff Aye, like definitely. That, so. Just tiny weights, no one doms for like the long rides and that. Aye, well, that's it. That's, that's you know, I'm, I'm an idiot and I put myself Aye. through that. Um, but yeah, I just uh, 
just I just love my weight training too much to give it up. Aye. But yeah, as I was saying earlier, I think it would be good for you to even have incorporate a wee bit in to Aye. your training. I definitely will. Um, I'll need to because because you could do it in a way that it's enough, but not to a point where you're like majorly stressing Aye. the muscles to a point where you're like agony and stuff like that, but. It gets you inside as well, Aye, rather than, especially when it's the winter months. I'm dreading it, even though I need to go out in it all the time. <laughs> well, I I was thinking about that earlier. You know, if I'm starting potentially my training for my Ironman in January, it's going to be pretty cold. The thing is, the Ironmans you're choosing those warm ones, so you didn't you can get away with training inside. The ones that Aye. I'm going to do, it's cold and wet and. Yes, because you're going to Norway to do some mental thing, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so basically we'll start with Kelp Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know. I think you mentioned it on the last podcast that you were going to do it. I, I don't know if you'd it. been accepted or not at that point, had you? Uh, I can't remember. I think we briefly just. You definitely mentioned it, but I didn't really know too much about it, to be honest. But then obviously I quickly found out. <laughs> uh, so, first, what is it? Because obviously it's a, it's a triathlon, but it's a bit different. Ah, it's an extreme triathlon. It's in the X-Try series, so you've got like Norsemen and Swedemen and stuff like that. So it's you go where? Eh? You go where? No, you, so it's in the tri, like the X-Try series, so uh-huh. you've got like kind of like Norsemen and Swedemen and everything like that. I have no idea. You never heard is. of them? No. Right, so this is like this is no Iron Man's. This is like an extreme Iron Man's. These are take okay. like the take the piss Iron Man's. Right, okay. So it's uh, same, kind of the same distance, but obviously your twists. Yeah. So, like, I was at Keltman's in, up at Shield Egg, up north of Scotland, and it's in, it was in June. And uh, you're swimming in jellyfish-infested waters. What kind of temperatures? Ballooning. <laughs> but in June, which in obviously June. you wouldn't maybe think it'd be a bit warmer. Well, it's a sea loch, so it's, 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 it's fucking cold. Um, so I, I was swimming, you've, you've got a swim, like, you know, your thermal swim caps, aye, gloves... Aye thermal vest under your wetsuit and my wetsuit's a five mil wetsuit which is it's quite quite thick yep. <laughs> and then your thermal soak zone so I and the distance for the swim same as Iron same, Man 1.9 kilometers but then obviously you, you've got jellyfish I see that's a lot of jellyfish that, <laughs> that's probably a reason that I would just never do that <laughs> I would just never do it because I just don't think I could swim in amongst loads of jellyfish I was, I was shitting myself, I'm not going to lie, I was fear, but you've just kind of got to try and block it out as much as you can, even though like, you're, you're touching them and they're hitting you in your face and stuff. Did they sting you? Uh, no, but I can someday that did actually get stung in the mouth by a couple. So. Do you track Ross Edgeley on his Great British Swim? I did, I. Yeah. That's um, just crazy. He's getting stung <laughs> left, right and centre, I just don't know how he's... I just wouldn't go through with that, eh? <laughs> swim is enough. <laughs> I don't know, but jellyfish in general, I just don't know if I could um, swim, swim known other there. Well, because I'm just no hardcore like you. <laughs> well, I got told that they're be tiny ones and they'll not sting you that much. And some of them didn't actually sting at all, but aye, fair enough, it's be tiny ones, but there's worms of them, there's thousands uh, of them. You can see them. I couldn't ask one my shop. Is it dark at this point? No, no, no. Right. It was, it was kind of like I was. Get, it was getting late. It's five o'clock in the morning in June. It, it gets five quite late. In the morning. Aye, <laughs> that's what I time you thought, start. I thought it would have been dark at that time, no. Top of Scotland, it gets late quite. Uh, I suppose early. summer and that. Aye. Yeah. So aye. So okay, so it's a one point 
nine kilometer swim and below nine degree temperature water with loads of jellyfish. It's a great start. It's brilliant. Sounds <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I have got a hundred and twenty five mile cycle. Mm-hmm. You're doing part of the which is longer than Ironman. Aye, yeah. but it's just because it's the kind of it's like you can you can't get lost on that route because yeah. it's just kind of right around. Kind of that makes sense. People that's listening. <laughs> But I aye, get it's you. part it's part of the North Coast five hundred route. Yep. So you're kinda in a big circle. You you just kinda go wrong with it, so I And what's the what's the uh the route like? Hilly. <laughs> but you've got your good descents as well, but unfortunately I got the bad weather. So I had a lovely headwind and right. I was soaked right through and it was freezing and wasn't it good? It was good, but it wasn't it good. Yeah. <laughs> well we'll uh where is it? Aye, so we'll we'll get you to We'll talk you, we'll get you to talk us through the event that in a wee second, and we'll find out all about what what you went through and stuff. Um, run the run. So the run, you've got cut off times for Keltman for the run. Um, I'm sure it was. I think it was 11 hours to get your blue t-shirt, which means you go up to the mountain on Keltman, and then it's you need to get in off the bike in 13, I'm sure it's 13 hours and you go on the low route, which is just as hard as the mountain, but unfortunately only 40 people actually go up the mountain and because of the bad weather yeah. and stuff so most of the people that were getting the blue t-shirt was doing the low route anyway, so aye, and talk about that <laughs> So the big question <laughs> is, what made you sign up for that? Because it, <laughs> it sounds absolute mental um, It was a spur of the moment kind of thing, I was just seeing it and it was me and my, my my boss, who's my mate at my work, was like, I said to him, I was like, Jack, I could do that. And he was like, ah, yeah, you can do anything that you want. I was like, oh, right, we'll sign up for it, but we'll probably maybe not get through. And then the email came in November, and I shot myself. I thought, I need to get my arson gear, because oh I had been off for a while after yeah. Bolton. I had only done a marathon yeah. after that, and I just sacked so everything. So you, you said that, you didn't expect to get through because what there's like people oh, can wait for ages no it's that. a ballot Aye. so you just get picked Aye, okay. and it's only 250 people Aye. that can get, that get picked for Keltman so it's just luck pretty much yeah. but there being a lassie because or bad luck <laughs> but we get, since there's less women in the sport that wants to do these kind of things there's a bit more of a chance that you'll get in if you're a woman yeah. compared to if you're a guy so I I managed to get in. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> so that was November and the event was June. Mm-hmm. When did you start properly training? Right away. <laughs> Straight away. I, um, I tried, in fact, um, in December time, I was having a lot of issues with my ankle, so I kind of thought to myself, I'm not going to manage this, and I actually nearly cancelled, like, said, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And then... Uh, I decided to get in touch with a, a pro af- pro triathlete, Nikki Bartlett, and she uh, told me to get a coach, right. which is probably one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to get that push and motivation. Uh, definitely, I think. Well, obviously, it would have been such an extreme thing. You need Aye. you need that support and guidance and accountability. Aye. You're not going to really do it. Like, or you're, you're, but there's only so much you can learn out a book and off the internet. Yeah. But when it comes to the kind of things, I, I kind of thought I need somebody that's actually got knowledge 
triathlons and Ironmans and that kind of distance, especially it being that extreme. So, aye, it's character building. I will. <laughs> Definitely. It's um, a lot of mental preparation, obviously. A lot, aye, um, what was training? What was training like in terms of the difference between if you were just training for an Ironman to compare to doing, doing that? Uh, a lot of days out in the cold. <laughs> um, just having to prepare yourself for aye, the environment? Pretty much. Like, with Ironmans, usually you get decent enough weather for yep. them, especially around, even the ones in the UK. Like, it's usually just raining or something. Yeah. But with being a, a, a triathlon like, as extreme as Keltman, you're not allowed to have, like, if it's raining, you've got to go out in it. If it's cold, I mean, I was out in the ice and everything. The only day that training. I training, yeah. out in my bike and running, the only time I never really went on the bike was when it was that bad snow. Yeah. And I was still running out in that, so I And I was swimming in, like, cold water in February, right. or as soon as I possibly could get into cold water, so... Yeah, it seemed for a bit that, like, every photo you were posting about training was in the snow. Aye. Up, <laughs> up mountains and stuff. Aye. Yeah, uh, I mean, Aye. is that enjoyable? Um, some of it was. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie. Some of it was really hard. I had a lot of dark places when I was in my training. I think you'd have to. Aye, like I'd say this year's probably been an emotional roller coaster for me. Like I've been up and I've been doing, like way doing. So, I like some days it feels like oh this is good, and then other days it's halfway up a mountain you burst out green uh -huh, you yeah. didn't care what you're crying but you're crying <laughs> uh, probably bodies just had enough aye pretty much just needs a break like what what was your kind of rest like during it was it like one day a week or uh, so active rest uh, some days it was one day a week some days it was active rest it just depended on like how much training I was doing in that week yeah Plus, so obviously you're working full time as well working aye it was it was tough going that relationship that was hard. It's, 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 so, it's, it's crazy, man. Aye, aye. I, so what, what, or what, to what extent did it take its toll on you kind of negatively? Um, I would say, so... Because you've got to be realistic. I think it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be daft just to come on and be like, oh, it was amazing, no. I, you know, smashed it, mm. and loved, loved the training and everything, because you probably wouldn't be telling the full story. No. So it is obviously, it is realistic to, to tell people the... There's reality Aye. of it, essentially. So, like, in triathlon training, you've usually got three stages of training. So you've got, like, your build, and then you've got your kind of peak, yep. and then you've kind of got your, your taper and, like, tapering down. My peak for Keltman, it, it was like army training. I, I felt like my coach was trying to break me, and he yep. broke me <laughs> big time. A like, few tears. Oh, like, the whole through that peak in my training, I was... How long did that last for? about four weeks so you're talking like 70 to 100 miles on the bike every weekend and then miles worth of running and it's not just like running like on a flat road it was like hill running to like 18 miles and stuff like that and when you've got when you've done 100 miles a day before the last thing you want to do is go back out in the cold and yeah. run up a mountain and but that's just what you had to do so Will you get now? Luckily, I think I only got a wee cold on my build. Don't know how you managed that. I don't know either, maybe. <laughs> but, eh, uh, aye. So, 
That's good because obviously with that, with those conditions, you'd, you'd probably expect to get floored at some aye, point. But I was, I was, I was kind of, I'm the kind of person that kind of just powers through it. Yeah. The only thing I really stopped was swimming because obviously I didn't want to go in a pool with other people and give them my germs. It's just not ideal. But I would still go out on the bike yeah, and yeah. just wrap up, which isn't the ideal. It probably makes it a bit worse. But yeah. So like sticking with the kind of almost talking like that, but the negatives about it. What what were the main struggles that you were having through it and how bad did it get? My main struggles was I was just tired. I got tired quite a lot. Yeah. Just, and I was I was taking its toll, like I was, as you say, I was working a full time job, trying to balance life. You you didn't have a life when you're training for stuff like that and there's no like there's no point in fanning out like around it. You just didn't have a life. Yeah. Your life's Keltman. If yeah. you're training for something like that, your life's that. Uh, so I, my struggles was mainly I was really tired. I was trying to do, I was trying to keep other people happy, but trying to like do my training, and then obviously it's taking its toll on my legs quite a lot. And yep. then I started to have shoulder issues, so that swimming. was I yep. had to back off on my swimming when I was getting kids. So then that was taking effect on like mentally because yeah, I'm totally. like, oh, I'm getting so good, and then you know I'm just shit again because I'm. <laughs> having to no day swimming and then I couldn't do my weights and I was and then biking was getting hard because obviously you're in that position on the bike so I so what gets you through those times where you're just like this is shit I hate it I'm struggling I feel like crap I'm tired <laughs> I would, what gets what keeps you going like there has to be something there that keeps you because I wanted to do it <laughs> just as simple as that you just have, line, just have that you just you made the goal and you had to see it I through, essentially? Pretty much. And to Ken, I can actually do d- d- these things. Like, I'm not supposed to be doing them. So to, to, to still go and do it and yeah. pull it through everything, it's... Yeah. So again, that's yeah. something you talked about in the first podcast, Aye. just in terms of, you know, issues that you had when you were younger and stuff Aye. like that. You told you potentially weren't going to be able to do things and that. So it's just, that's what it takes you through. Pretty much, Gets yeah. you through it. Aye. Do you find uh, like getting up early mornings I don't know hard? Or is that quite? Because that's one of the struggles for me. Aye. It's I the it's the early cold rises. I think it's just like more. I'm so used to training in the afternoon, Aye. like just in general, um, later in the day. I just find that I don't know. I just feel like when I wake up, I'm just like the energy. Natural, though. <laughs> but I know I don't. I don't mind training in the morning. I done. I done a lot of morning training anyway, before I even started training for this. So and plus, I used to work with horses, which yeah. were up at half four in the morning as well. So it really didn't bother me. Sometimes it did, because yeah. sometimes you're just kind of like, I just want a lion, yeah. and then you didn't get a lion anyway. So you're like, I might as well just get up. But I'd say at the weekends it was hard to get up early because you're up early for work. Yeah. And you're up earlier before that to train. Yeah. And at the weekend, you're just going to like, oh, just lie here. But I've got seven hours to do on the bike, so I really should just get up and do some hum. <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> so do you know uh, what your training total got to in a week, like hours-wise? I've no, I think I was averaging around about 15 hours, maybe a wee bit more on my peak. That's a lot. That's a lot 15 hours. hours training, 30-odd hours work. Aye. Sleeping, eight hours a day. Aye. Aye, eating. <laughs> Try cooking how, how did you find fuel and training this time around? Better. It was better than... Because last, we done the last Ironman, you never really <laughs> ate properly for <laughs> training or the event, did no, you? No, um, 
Mine's... But I think you, you kind of must have knew that for this, you would have had to have uh, fueled up better and Aye. recovered better. I kind of... I kind of figured out what works for me now, yep. which is kind of is really good. Like so, with Keltman, I actually learned a lot about myself and my body and what helps me in like long rides and like the day before, what affects my stomach and what doesn't affect my stomach and stuff. So I, it was a lot better this time round. Any advice for vegans who are doing endurance training or? Just nutrition in general for <laughs> people who maybe don't know where to go for healthier options or... Because um, I know you've, you've even made your own kind of flapjacks and that, have you not? I, make, I usually make everything from scratch. Yeah. I've only just started, well, for like my drinks and stuff like that. I did try to make my own gels and that, but they didn't work. But I used Tailwind. I found that helps with my tummy and stuff like that. What's that? It's a drink. Powder? Powder, aye. It's 100 calories per scoop. Yeah. Then you put about 10 scoops in, it doesn't work. It tastes disgusting and it's really, <laughs> it makes you drink a lot of water. Right. <laughs> so, uh, aye. But for vegans, you are eating a lot more, I'm not going to lie. I, I ate a shit ton. <laughs> Just keep getting your veg and aye. your beans and what would a, tofu. What would, what would a typical post big session meal look like? So, I had my big brick sessions at the weekend. In the morning, I'd get up and I'd have... I usually have, like, overnight oats. Yep. Well, it's supposed to be overnight oats, but I'd forget. So I would just put oats and then milk into the bowl, and then I would get a frozen banana with blueberries and milk, and I'd blend it up, put that on top of my oats, and then I'd put... This is probably why I'm overweight. I'd put nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you need fuel for the training. You need the calories in. <laughs> And I put nuts and like pumpkin seeds and everything on top of that. So and that coffee. that fucking sounds like a big feed. Like that's probably about a thousand calories. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm burning three thousand. Which is fine. So. You're doing all that training, obviously. I did lose a stone for Kelman. I'm quite proud of myself. Well, there you go. You must have been in a pretty decent overall calorie deficit. That, so, but that's good though, because obviously, meant that you obviously you were eating enough to fuel, Aye. but you're obviously not over doing it because you obviously don't want to be putting weight on Aye. for an endurance event because obviously the the more you weight and especially if it's fat mass rather than uh, lean mass it's going to be harder Aye. you know i find it hard enough running at Aye. 90 kil- 90 kilograms and i know if i lost 10 kilograms it would make my life a lot easier Aye. but I've, i love the gains you know so <laughs> that's why that's why i keep the weight training and i just i just need to deal with it but i if you're putting on because obviously it's easy to it's easy to do. You do all that training, your appetite's bigger. You need to recover. You need to fuel. You need to fuel during it. Aye. So it is. I can't. You can put weight on doing aye. these things. And um, yeah, I had a, I had um, a friend who was doing like running a lot of loads of running, mm-hmm. but was like, why? Why? I thought I'd be losing loads of weight because I'm doing loads of running. And then aye. I was like asking him how he was feeling and recovering from the runs, and it was essentially that way of well, I've run for two hours a day so I can uh, eat, a, eat a pizza tonight and yeah, it'll be fine. But even though you may be fueled for the run, Aye. so that was loads of calories, fueled during the run, so mm-hmm. calories during the run, and then probably didn't move the rest of the day because Aye. he was knackered. <laughs> so uh, it can go the other way, and you, which is obviously what you don't want. Aye, like, oh. So it is, you do need to pay close attention to Aye. your nutrition. Like, for me, with, with, the, with the Keltman thing, I now had a bag to carry on Keltman yep. like on my run, so I lost the weight in my bag. I, I might be a wee bit more, but I, 
that was my goal was to lose my bag weight because yeah. I didn't want that extra weight because that impacts my hips and I didn't want that. But I'm not lie. I ice cream and everything after my big rise. I eat chocolate every night. But <laughs> well, that's not going to help you recover very well. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't go with my nutrition because it's really uh, my. I sometimes my nutrition is quite bad, and sometimes I don't eat quite a lot, and then sometimes I do. It's. I used to kind of think like that. Like I used to do longer sessions, and then I I used to give myself an excuse to maybe get takeaways and stuff but what I found is that I just didn't feel great the next day and no. stuff because I was feel refueling with shit nutrient uh, so when I was as far as a takeaway <laughs> I, well, I was you know, I was you know, I was using it as an excuse to eat Chinese yeah. or or um, you know just general junk food and stuff uh, but I didn't feel great and then when I was training for my my Ironman I just kept it really really fucking good and like uh, I was um I was eating my own meals Aye. and then snacking on loads of fruit and yogurts and um, that meant that one, I was getting in more nutrient but more food for my calories mm -hmm. and no shit basically, Aye. which meant that I was recovering better and then I was sleeping better and I felt better than the days following. So ob obviously it helps training. So I would say that is a, bit, a good bit of advice for people who are thinking about doing Longer distance stuff because you will have that in your head of Aye. oh I've burned two thousand calories so let's get a sh let's Aye. get a pizza at McDonald's. I it's might o might be okay calorie wise but you probably it won't help you recover. I <laughs> don't get me wrong like well, see to be honest ah you know I'm usually starving after training and exercising mm -hmm. but see after my Ironman I just didn't have an appetite. Obviously I had these stomach issues Aye. so I got I went to the restaurant maybe about an hour after the race and I got a bowl of pasta and like loads of garlic bread and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, about half of it. I just I just didn't Aye. have the appetite Aye. which I was raging about. Aye. No, I am the same. I didn't eat quite a lot of, like after Keltman after Wales. I think I ate soup after Keltman. I think it's just that way you feel before and after during the race Aye. the nerves and anxiousness and Aye. You just end up, and then obviously the buzz after it. Aye. You just your appetite kind of goes a wee bit. Aye, I, I, I ate ice cream, a half a tub of ice cream after Ironman. That was all I could stomach. <laughs> uh, that was the same last year actually after Bolton as well. Yeah. It was just a tub of ice cream. It's the only thing I can really stomach. You go for your ice cream, man. I actually didn't all have one ice cream every now and again. Need to go on the halo top. That's what I do. Is it? Oh, that's fine then. <laughs> oh, you're talking like Ben and Jerry's yeah. or something? Because they do the vegan one though, don't they? Hilltop, aye. No, Ben and Jerry's. Oh, ben and Jerry's day, I can't, it's too sickly. A dairy-free one. It's too sickly. I stick to the Hilltop, well done. Aye. <laughs> 300, was it 350 calories? The, the whole tub, aye. Mm. Which is rather good. That's alright. <laughs> Not sure exactly what they put in it to make it like that, but let's just pretend That's that it's all aye. really good. <laughs> right, so um, the event itself, talk us through it, because it seemed pretty epic, aye. but also pretty... Fucking scary at the same time because obviously I was in the Facebook group, mm -hmm. so I was getting the messages through. You're in that. Aye. <laughs> uh, so I was getting the messages through, and everything was obviously looked like it was going really well, but then obviously we hit a point where I'd no heard mm -hmm. for you in ages and it started getting a bit, what's happening here? So I talk us through the, the event. Aye, it's probably the best worst day of my life. <laughs> Go from even like going to the place and like your preparation the, the day before. Um, day before it, it was hectic. Uh, we go up early in the morning, had to travel, it's about 
I think it was about four hours travelling to Gaelock. And uh, then I had to go to the briefing and re register. And then we lost my coach, who was my support runner for it. I couldn't find him. And then he was late turning up, so it was it was manic. And then uh, me and him decided to go out like a wee pre-cycle. And then I usually... My plan was to have my dinner about six o'clock, so it would kind of... And no eat very much after that. So it's kind of all right for the next day, so no tummy issues or that. But we never got our dinner until about half seven and then try to get to sleep. It's always a nightmare before an event. I kinda, but I was really relaxed. For, for, for me, anyway, it was really relaxed. And then I woke up at 12 o'clock at night, shaking myself because jellyfish. <laughs> and then I woke, Dreaming about them. <laughs> I woke up Googling them. Oh, what? <laughs> I googled like how many jellyfish is actually in the water and everything. I was going through like the old Keltman pages and looking at pictures, really just making the day worse for myself. So I that was the night before. <laughs> that sounds great. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well, how I, many hours sleep did you actually get? Uh, about three. For God's sake. <laughs> uh, That's we're, good. We were up at two in the morning to get my breakfast. Let me tell you how much I got for my breakfast. Aye, go for it. So I had that. So it was like, oh, what I planned for my breakfast never really went to plan because I faffed about that much. So I planned on having a bowl of porridge and then I was going to have a bagel with jam and peanut butter. I just had the tiniest bowl of porridge ever. And I was jumping between my bike and this bowl of porridge. So my, my, my breakfast wasn't exactly very high in <laughs> calories. It was just a wee shitty bowl. And then I sorted my bike and then... Had to be doing a transition for, I think it was four in the morning, because the race started at five. And we were eating alive by midges. Oh, God. So if you ever do Keltman, take midgenets. <laughs> I don't think that many people would do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel them crawling out of your face and everything. It's horrible. It's so I um, so I went down, racked my bike, got my wee chip. And then you go on the bus. You leave all your family and supporters behind and go on the bus and travel to the swim start. So just before you jump into the swimming and the start of the race, people won't know, obviously, about the support car and that, so... Oh, aye. Talk about yeah, that. Sure that so, aye, you've got to have your own support team. Because it's that extreme. Aye, and... Like, so you didn't Safety, basically. Aye, so, like, in Ironman, you've got, like, feed stations and stuff yeah. like that. You didn't have that in Keltman. You've got your support car, which, uh, so, when you come out of the water, you've got a person to pull you out of the water because it's freezing, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. And then, uh, for the first 30 mile, you didn't have any support car, but then you have them after that, and it's basically so you get food and yep. make sure you're all right because temperatures drop, the weather in Scotland changes constantly. Yeah, especially up there. Aye, and then you need a support runner as well. You need a support runner as well, because you're tired and the run's hard. The whole run. The whole run. So you've got. But to you can you can have <laughs> you can have your you can run yourself for the first ten mile if you right. want. But right. I like a chat, so <laughs> I'm I'm going to have a support runner because right? it's somebody to chat to and take your mind off of what's what the fuck's happening to yeah. yourself. So I. So if you take help, man, you need that kind of stuff. So I. So <laughs> swim then. Swim. Uh, the swim start's the best start I've ever seen. Is that uh, with the big fire thing? Aye, and you've got like... That was cool. The big Scottish drum. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. 
band. Yeah, drum <laughs> band thing with the Scottish drum kind of yeah. thing. It's amazing. Like you come off the bus and you just see the big flames and the big Keltman sign. That's amazing. And it's you must have been like buzzing. I I was just kinda like, This is Pumped. actually happening. Yeah. And like the sound of the drums and everything, you just kinda like you felt like you were going into war or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I was totally geared up. Amazing. For it. So and I'm going into war with jellyfish. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, aye. And then you start five o'clock in the water. I thought my swim was really bad. I had a few goggle issues, water going to them, and then jellyfish started to appear, and uh, I could feel them. Uh, like, my hands were going through their wee uh, tentacle things, and yuck. one hit my face, and I was like, it's just a foot, it's just a foot. <laughs> it wasn't a foot, because there was no around me. So I, I, at first, I kind of thought I was really slow in my swim, because everything, I was panicking, and... Yeah. I struggled with my breathing because I was panicking that much. And it must have been freezing. I lost all feeling in my feet, my legs, my hands. My face was fine, which was quite weird. Cause I was, but another piece of advice, Vaseline area face, because it kind of takes a wee, bit, it's a wee bit of protection. It takes a wee bit of the cold away for you. Not much, but it's, it's a, a bit. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, I, I couldn't feel my body, to be honest. So I came out the water and then I seen that I had a wee PB on my swim time. Nice, what was the time? My time was one, one hour, three minutes. What? <laughs> That's amazing. Aye. So I got hauled out the water, fell, because <laughs> <laughs> I was that colder. I was actually seen somebody in front of me getting out and they fell and I was like, Pff, I'll fall. I did fall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it, like I had no feeling in my, my legs. Yeah. So and then my coach came here because he was sort of out, I was trying to, and I had this big box of like, clothes, and he was like, what do you want to wear? I was like, anything. <laughs> I was being too relaxed about it, but at the same time, I was absolutely freezing. I didn't care what was getting put on me, and getting changed was a nightmare. Uh, my only pair of socks for the cycle, I managed to stand on with my wet feet. So I had one cold <laughs> foot <laughs> for the whole of the oh bike, <laughs> which didn't matter halfway through it. So I... So quickly go out of transition, yep. rammed a sandwich down my throat. Where I went on the bike. How were you feeling at that point? Were you still buzzing or were you a bit kind of fucked? Or? I was all right on the bike at the start. The only bit that was pissing me off was because there's that amount of support cars and it's a really narrow road, some of the support cars were not letting the riders by. <laughs> which was really fucking annoying. When, no you're, when, you're, when you came what the road's like, you came what you can do on the road yep. and you're not going at the pace that you want to. So... Yeah. That's time getting taken away for you, which was really Aye, annoying. Totally. Aye. So eventually got off that road and I felt really good. Like I was powering by all these tough men on their bikes and that, going Amazing. up the hills and I was like, I feel really good. And then bad weather came and shit turned. <laughs> it was just like raining and cold. Raining, it was cold. Wind. One day, I couldn't feel my body at points. And Hands. then couldn't feel them. Fucked. They were gone. I had two changes in clothes. We had to take one of my jackets off to dry it off. Like, my, my dad dried it dried off in the car. And I had to put this airy, like, my wee raincoat on, which was really thin, and then I was freezing again, so I was putting wet clothes under anything to keep me warm, really. And I had, like, you and he was my support. He was ramming chocolate down my throat every five minutes. <laughs> well, you're loving that. No, <laughs> actually, it kind of got to the point that my support team was getting too carried, like... They were trying to fuel me too much, and that was making me feel sick. Right. And I was trying to tell them, like, I can't eat all this. I'm going to end up booking a hill. And they're like, no, 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 you've not eaten enough. When 
thinking back and I told them, they were actually, I we kind of just panicked a wee bit yeah, and thought, we need to keep feeding you every f- like half hour <laughs> when I'm, like, as you say, I don't know. I would have really loved that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but coming through somebody that doesn't really eat a lot yeah. on the bike, it was kind of getting too much yeah. and everything was getting too sweet for me. But I, I think it was 70 mile on the bike, I had a really bad point. I went into the first stages of hypothermia. I couldn't feel my body. My dad kind of pulled me out of the side and he was like, you're right. Took off my visor and I nearly fell off my bike. There was a point coming down a, one of the big descents. I was kind of in the middle of the road because I shut my eyes and nearly fell asleep. Fuck's sake. So I, that was the kind of... Did you feel it? Did you think at that point you might have to chuck it? Uh, me, my dad and my coach thought that we were going to put the bike in the back of the car because I just couldn't, I, I was so cold, I, I couldn't even think straight. I feel like I'm being a drama queen. No, I was generally well, like I that. if you're hitting, <laughs> hitting bloody hypothermia. So uh, my, dad, stuff. my dad drove a couple of miles in the road, found a hotel, he got me a cup of green tea and then it got heat in me. And then it was all of a sudden it just changed and I was like, right, 30 miles, like, I think because I cycled on a wee bit, right. so it was like 30 mile, no, 40 mile or something to push. And my coach was like, you'll be all right. So I was like, I'll be fine. And then I just went for it. I, was, I think it was the best cycling I've ever done. Really? Were you worried? <laughs> I was panicking. I wanted to at least get a t-shirt of some sort. No, I'm saying, were you worried about your health? No, I was just forgot about that. <laughs> really? I, I would have been... And, and that would have been in my head probably. I just wanted to finish the race, eh? Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know, it just kind of went in my head. Like once I got my wee tea and I kind of stopped for a good five, ten minutes, I just kind of changed it and got back on the bike and just dealt with it. How long did that take? The whole cycle? The whole cycle. I think I was about seven and a half to eight hours. What were you hoping I for? Rem- I was hoping to be around about seven. Yeah, so not, not far off, no. considering you were n- no well and had not to stop. Not far off, but I wanted to be better. Because I had practised it and stuff, I wanted to be a lot better than what I, what I was. But seven years was me taking in the elements and stuff like aye, that, eh? and, and I didn't expect it to be that bad. Aye. But then you forget, you've been in freezing cold water. That's it, some stuff's out of your control. Aye. <laughs> so aye, so that was the cycle. And then onto the run. <laughs> Marathon. Aye. So your first 10 mile was supposed to be all right, and it really wasn't it. I think me and my support runner got a bit of a fright. Really? Aye. It well, was what was the problem? So he kind of gone up this road and... Apart from the fact you've just cycled for eight hours. <laughs> aye. So he was trying to get me to run for the first, I think it was first five miles. So the first bit's 10 mile, and we were running, and my legs were so fucking heavy. And he was like, just keep running, you'll be all right. And I said, aye, aye, whatever you say. And we came to hill, I was like, no, nah, no chance. Walk up that. Near enough for about four miles a hill. And it wasn't just like a hill with a path. It was truly, yeah. and it was boggy. And you were just sliding everywhere, because eh? obviously there were people that were going yeah. on it. So the first 10 miles was actually really hard. <laughs> we didn't think it was going to be that hard, but it was. And unfortunately, I never got my blue T-shirt, which I was... I wasn't bothered about the time, but... You are bothered because it's kind of that's what you want. Eh? You want your blue T-shirt. That's that's what we're there for. But no, it's no. You're there. You're just there. At, at the time, that's what I was there for. So how how long did you miss out? Like? I think I was about an hour. So, but I'm not bothered now because I'm going back to do it again. But what? <laughs> at some point. <laughs> but uh, 
at the time, I was, I was bored and I wasn't there, and I was kind of like, well, I'm just finishing it. That was, yeah, that was my totally. main goal. So is there a cut-off time for the whole thing? Mm-hmm. No, no. Once you get past the low route cut-off, yeah. I think you're, all, you're all right, aye. You can take as long as you, well, to a certain extent, you know what, you'd be running at 2 o'clock in the morning and that. Yeah. So what was going through your head, kind of the last bit of the run, the last, well, last 10 miles or whatever? The last 10 miles, I just wanted it to be in Dunway because it was kind of dragging on. I wasn't. S- I was. I was actually alright. I, I was fine. It was just the route was just like you couldn't get a pace with running because it was rocky and yeah. so you kind of walk, run, climb. You kind of you couldn't get in and kind of momentum gone, which was really shit. But I just wanted to get it done there. And then I got lied to tell I was only had four k left when I actually had four mile left. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have been, you must have been running, <laughs> thinking you'd f- you're, the line was right there. Aye, so and then we couldn't see the line. I mean, we were com- coming around the corner and we're like, "Oh, it's just up there." And I was like, "I can't see any blue fucking finish line." But aye. you got there. Got there. And, and how did it feel? It was amazing. It was probably it didn't really hit me. I just when we got to the finish line, I got a bit cuddled with my coach, and he was like, "You done it?" And I was like, "Aye." And then you was like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you done that. I was like, aye, aye. And then my dad, I just pushed it green. Straight away. <laughs> it kind of hit me. Aye, because obviously, you'd, you obviously, when I was up training with you, your dad was out in the car practising the aye. support stuff, and he obviously gets involved. And aye, he plays a big part right. in it all. Aye, aye. obviously, that would have been an, been an emotional time. Aye, we've, we've been through a lot together. Right, oh, he's seen me at my worst. A few like, arguments here and there. Just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> Did I touch my bike? Was the dog there? No. Oh. I know. You missed it. My mum was my mum was looking after the dog. But aye. It was it was mental. It was yeah, mental day. Yeah, definitely. Hard so day. <laughs> one of the best days of your life? Aye. One of them. Wheels was better. Was it? <laughs> no. Well what was the difference between that and finishing Bolton the previous year? Did I finished were you just prouder because it was a bigger I, challenge because it's um, I didn't actually Obviously. think I'd get past the swim to be yeah, honest not many people will even, more, even experience it no like, I didn't think I'd be able to do it if I'm being truly honest like when I swam in March in that freezing water I was like I'm going to put my hand up to the boat and be like get me out of here because <laughs> it's freezing so to that well obviously I know to an extent what it's like doing, having done that Red Bull thing aye like, Baltic. Like I lasted ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? Aye, it's just, like it's no fun, but at the same time, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Like, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I love all this extreme stuff, and of I like, that's I why like you even putting. You, there's no way you could possibly do it if no. you didn't enjoy it. Aye. Um, obviously, but as you said, it sucks at some points, and aye. there's tears and there's tantrums and there's aye. fallouts. <laughs> but at the end of it all, we do it because it gives us obviously aye. a certain feeling and achievement and. You know, I, like, I mean, some days it's, I'll still think about it, and I'm like, I just still can't believe I've completed something yeah. like that. It's and you're still obviously dead young as well. Aye, <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah, not even thirty yet. Nearly. <laughs> so celebrations afterwards, or were we just too gubbed? Because um, it must have been dead late. I think I can't remember what time I got finished it. It's around the nine o'clock time. Aye, I think it's quite late. Aye, we just, I just we just went at the big hall and. Uh, spoke around here to food and I tried, could only have soup so I just had that and then we went back to the house and just chilled it. Did you sleep well? 
serious? <laughs> no, was, my body was serious. I get because my hips yeah. and that was kind of, it was kind of uncomfy. But I was actually I'd recovered a lot better after Kelman than I did after Bolton, which was really good, really surprising. Of I thought I wouldn't be able to walk. But I think because obviously on the marathon I was walking more than I was running, like less impact on yeah. the legs, which was yeah. really good. So I. So days following, gubbed? I was alright, I was just tired more than anything. Not, not really sore? And no, my legs were, obviously your legs are going to be heavy, like I'm not going to lie, they weren't, I wouldn't have went out a run or anything like that anytime soon. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but uh, the next weekend I was out on the bike and kind of ticking air and swimming and stuff like that. So yeah. So that was June and then Wales was September. September. And you'd already signed up for that before you done Kelton? Aye, it was kind of a spur of the moment decision because I shot out of Wales last year. Yeah. And I kind of thought to myself, would it be worth signing up for it? Because I'm, at the end of the day, I'm training for a fool anyway. Yeah. So I might as well just keep the fitness up and see how we get on. So you took. Hoping that I had any injuries. You took like a week off or something? I did, aye. <laughs> straight back into it. Straight back into it. But kind of. And no, how. Like right back, kind of gradually building it back yeah. up again. So was that tough to get back into it? Were you like, um, God, again, or were you were you excited for it? No, I was quite excited, but I had a lot of like problems happening at home, which was making me quite doing about a lot of things, which made it made taking a month really hard. Yeah, I'd say the months were harder than training for Keltman just cause of that. Yeah, but. Ah, yeah, no, I was excited to train for it again, and I was excited sure, for Wales. I'm sure also, well, for me anyway, training is an escape from problems, isn't it? Aye, so it is, also kind of swings in that way, is that aye. it can help, obviously, aye. as well, because you get your, your own headspace. and 100%. Like, my main goal training for Wales was to get my big sessions in. That was my main thing. Like, Nina's... Oh, I keep doing that. Nina's piss farting about saying I can't get get into like seventy miles and be like, oh no, I can't do it anymore. I just powered through it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I kind of had wheels coming up and I wanted to do really good at wheels. Yeah. That was my next big goal. So how did the how did training go for that? Just all in? Was it pretty pretty good? Aye, it was really good. Aye. It went pretty smoothly. Aye. And as then smoothly as it could go. <laughs> and then your time in Bolton was fifteen something. I think it was. 14, 15, 9. Okay, so just under just 15. Just under, aye. So what were you going for? To complete it. <laughs> in uh, Wales? The, 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 the big events, I just go to complete them. Because even in Wales? Even, even though you Wales. knew you'd complete it, let's be honest. No, I didn't. No. Aye, you did. No, aye. I can't I'd probably complete it, but at the same time, you've still got that hanging in your head. Like, anything could happen. It's a true. long, That's long true. day for things to happen. Yeah. Which, at points in it, I did think that it, it, it was it. Yeah. All right. Well, take us through the wheels then. <laughs> <laughs> so swim went really good. I see. Looked great. That was amazing. Looked awesome. Didn't it? The day before, eh, when you thought the swim was cancelled. Aye, that was very. That was very nice of you. I was all. I was like, oh no. And then you're like, no, I'm only kidding. Aye, <laughs> uh, swim was amazing. Jellyfish in that again, but. Was it? Aye. Of course. Bigger ones. Actually, seen them all with my swimming this time. <laughs> Well, I've seen them I don't know. underneath me. I think, I can't remember if I told you, but now Louise done Elsinore the year before me. Mm-hmm. She was like to me, oh, there was a load of jellyfish. I was like, no, there was none. She was like, oh, there was loads when I'd done it. And I was like, if I knew that, I wouldn't have signed <laughs> up for it. <laughs> you know? 
Nej, for han vil jo så, også så, så sige, at han er jellyfish eller noget. Jeg ved ikke, det er Iron Man, der ikke styrer, for så skulle vi jellyfish. Er det sikkert? Jeg vil nok sige, at man er jo og fire folk, der er et galt stokkenbom, men at sige, at jeg er noget, der er lige med, at jeg skal have et stadig dønært par. Og med punchen om det fæste, man. For at det fik af, at jeg ikke meget svømme startskoer, for at jeg hægte, at jeg kan måtte ikke bare stå bøden om. Hvordan gik det start? Det er bare at rulle ind. Folk bare rullede ind. Og du bare gå for det? Ja, du havde jo prøvet at gå ind. Og så havde du haft det stand i din tid. Vi er så... Vi er så... Men det var kun to af de vore der tid, jeg tænker. Ja? Ja. Nå, vi kan bare rulle ind. Folk bare kan gå ind og skjøre ind. Så jeg havde ikke gjort det i Danmark. Det var... Ja, du You were just in your heat, like your estimated time, mm-hmm. but it was like a queue almost. So your Aye. time obviously only started when your chip went past Aye. the start point, and it was like, it was, Aye, it was two at a time, man. Aye, no, no. Well, the same kind of idea, your the estimated time in that, but there's Have people... they just go, gone in together? Aye, yeah, so much. Aye, it was much better. Because Aye. obviously I've, I've had those starts, I had that Aye. start in Brighton, if it was just Aye. in the sea at the same time, just running in basically. Um, but I well preferred the way it was done in Aye. Denmark, that was really good actually. See, I liked the way, obviously Kentland was, but it was only 250 people. Yeah, yeah. And the, your pros start, the, the, nobody gets classed as a pro at Kentland, right. which I kind of liked. Everybody started at the same time, so even if you weren't a, a pro athlete, and if you take care of them, it doesn't mean that you weren't a... What was the fastest time, by the way? For Kentland. Oh, no idea how much. What is the guy go? Harry Welch or something that won it? I think he was 11 years or something. It was terrifying. What was your total time? Ages. <laughs> I think I was 16 or something. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I'm not too sure. Yeah, that's still great though. All these times, I can't remember. I think I was 16. Is just that? under 16. I think I was only an hour, hour slower than Bolton. So for walking, most of the marathon, I think that's all right. No, totally. 100%. <laughs> So I so sea swimming Wales was all aye, good. Aye, it was good. What's your time? Swim. My time was a wee bit slower. It was uh, an hour fifteen or an hour fourteen. Why do you think that was? Waves. Yeah. Aye. But I thought that you would have been faster in the warmer water. No, no. I think it was mainly the waves. Eh? You've got a current. Like, yeah, yeah. Every time you turn a corner, eh? it's either coming at you or yep. pushing you. So, aye. And then obviously you've got the wee Australian exit. Did you have to do that? What's that? We have to so you got so Ironman wheels two laps, right? And so after your first lap, you come round out and you run round and then right. jump back in. Okay. Did you not do that? I was just doing a half, remember? Oh I. So I full Ironman. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you come out. So it's two laps of this one. Come out, run. It's called an Australian exit. I was sure I was reading up on one and it was one lap. Aye. That's all right. Maybe I was wrong. No, no. Well, wheels is two. It might have been that one. It might have been one that one in Spain you were talking about. Maybe. Anyway, aye. So happy with that though. One fifteen. And the thing about wheels is you've got a kilometre run to your your bike transition. So it's up this big zigzag hill up through the street, and then into the town, and then at your the bike transition, which is the best kilometre you'll ever run if you ever do wheels. Just. Thousands upon thousands of people. Folk? Oh, it, the atmosphere was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. I see these see these people that go to these things and cheer folk on that. Like they're the best people ever. Like aye, they're just doing it with the goodness aye. of their hearts. Just whether they're for that length of time. Aye, whether they're 
actual volunteers or just people off the street. Aye. Like, um, aye, brilliant. Like, when I was in Denmark, we are obviously out in the villages and that, and people just, obviously, that live there, just out in the street, clapping aye. every day. Aye. Uh, like, it's... Oh, it makes a difference though, doesn't oh, it? It makes a big difference. You give them a wee smile and a wee nod and that, and it pushes you on. I don't think any party wheels was quiet, to be honest. There's always people in it. Yeah. There's like, because you're going through the kind of countryside, there's like farmers out with the trailers <laughs> and like the seats are on the trailers uh, and everything. It was, amazing. Oh, it was, I've never, I've never experienced support like that. Yeah, that's class. And like, it's good on the run because everybody's getting more drunk. So the so how was the cycle? The cycle the cycle was good up until I think I was fifty mile in and I got a mechanical, my chain decided to come off. Oh shit. Gone up a hill and then I put the chain back on and then my wheel decided to jam. What? Don't know what the hell happened, but it wasn't moving. <laughs> So I spent about, I think it was about 15 minutes was trying it? to get that sorted. I had to take the oh whole man, wheel off, frustrated. put it back on and fanny about with it. So, and then try to do a hill start. It was always giddy. <laughs> Raging? So I, I wasn't a bit happy, but these things happen. Aye, what's that? It could have been worse, I suppose. Like <laughs> so devastating when you're cycling Aye. and you see folk that have... Their bikes just fucked uh, or they've, they've hurt themselves or whatever. Could be worse though. Exactly. But uh, the good, uh, probably the good thing that happened to me on my bike was that my watch stopped. So I wasn't watch watching, which yeah. I'm bad for, like, which an annoys me that I do it. But sometimes you just can't help looking at my watch yeah. constantly, see yeah. how fast I'm going, that see totally. what mile it is. So that stopped and I didn't have a clue and I just cycling on fuel rather than... Yeah time and stuff like that so I'd say that's probably the best thing that happened to me no, the, whole, the whole day but I did start to get see stomachs coming into the last 10 mile of the bike but I would say it's that it was a harder bike course than Keltman was it aye. really hilly aye you were up and then you didn't up this and what it's doing. the no class is like the second hardest or something I think it's the second or third hardest uh, Ironman in the world yeah. aye <laughs> you picked them man <laughs> <laughs> So I, but the sport gets you through it. Eh? Yeah. So, but I, the the bike course was hard. And that was how long? Um, how long did it? And aye. Uh, I think it was seven hours. Yeah, well, these splits better. I, I, I don't know. It's because I've because I never had my watch. Eh? I've not really looked at. It. I really, really. I'll tell you what about my time at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a seven hours. So um, I was faster than last year, obviously. Yeah. Seven years, eight or something. Well, I, I don't know. I've no You're idea. Really pretty good. But I was, I was top ten in my age group. Which I was, I was really pleased. Well, I didn't actually count at the time, but That's when I class. found out at the end, I was really pleased with. Yeah. So that time on the second or third hardest course, that's Aye. impressive. But I think it just shows, obviously, that the when you put the hours in on the training, it pays off. Aye, definitely. But I and obviously, if you didn't, your if your bike didn't go. Done. Then it would have been better. Aye. But as you say, these things happen. You just need to, as long as you got to finish it, that's the main thing. Aye. The only thing with the course was that my, my legs weren't up for climbing that day, so it was making it ten times harder. Yeah. But these things happen. Sometimes you're no a hundred percent for that? races, which. But <laughs> that's no hundred percent. Still getting that those times. That's, that's great. And then, uh, so with your stomach still bugging you into the run. So, 
I kind of I try to ignore it in the run. And then I go down the first loop. Wheels run is up and then it's down again. It's, it's, it's no flat. There's not one bit of the run that's flat either. Uh, Sounds I feel like hills, it's alright. Uh, so I felt quite good on the first lap, and then I, my stomach kind of went on the second, and then I hit a bad place on the third, which wasn't good. I nearly fainted, but these things happen to me. I stopped taking on any food on the run. I think I had one, one packet of cliff blocks on the run. It was the only thing I could really stomach, and then after that, I was kind of like, nah, patch it, I'll just have water. <laughs> And then I had a chocolate milk, which used to work for me, but it didn't work that day. And then I think on the fourth lap, I kind of just wanted to get finished. Yeah. So I kind of, I think on my split, on my times, on my splits, it looks like I'm going like quite a good pace and it drops and it just perks up again. And it was just the exact same in my mind. Aye. So. I think that, that feeling of I'm almost there, Aye. push it. You think of the finish line, you think of people Aye. that are there with you and you just kind of give it a bit towards the end. Aye. But one, one good thing was there was a wife who was talking to me and she was really annoying me. So I was like, I need to get past her. <laughs> so that just encourages me to go even faster Aye. just to get away from her. <laughs> Who was she saying to you? Oh, she was just talking pish. And I was like, I can't, I'm not in the right mind frame to be talking to you about shite, <laughs> about you and your pals and that. Oh my God. <laughs> I just wanted to get done because I was nearly finished and... It was getting hard and I was getting tired and she's yamming away at me and oh, I was just like, nah, go away from me. Please get away from me. So, aye. And how long did it take? Run? My run was five hours, I'm sure. So all in? Maybe just over, but by a couple of minutes. All in 13.50? Aye. I knocked an hour and ten minutes off my bolting time on a harder course. In a year? In a year. And I was top ten in my age group. That's amazing. But again, just said it two minutes ago, I'm not surprised with the training that you've done. Aye. You've you've trained like a warrior. <laughs> it's, it's been a tough year. It's paid I'm off, not gonna lie, it's a tough year. Yeah, well <laughs> it's it's extreme fucking sports, isn't it? Aye. Like you you half ass it, you're either not gonna be able to do it or not um, or you won't do yourself justice aye. and won't enjoy it as much. Aye. I mean, I trained for it and it's still hard. It's still mentally hard as well. So I can't imagine going into anything like that, no yeah, training. Yeah, totally. That'd just be horrible, I would yeah. think, to be honest. <laughs> so were you just as proud finishing that one as you were your other ones, or even prouder because of time? I was even prouder because of time. Yeah. I didn't actually know my time until I found my mum and dad. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I thought my time was around about the same as Bolton right. because, as I said, my watch had stopped, I didn't yeah. know. And yeah. I didn't look at the screen when I went through the finish line. So and my dad helped me the time, it'll just kind of hit me at once and nah, it was really emotional. Yeah, definitely. Just again, I've managed to take off on around 10 minutes. Aye, totally. And harder course was... And you came through okay, no kind of injuries and no, recovery, recovered, recovered all right? Aye, all right, aye. Amazing. Surprisingly. <laughs> and that was a month ago? 9th of September. Just so not even? Not even a month three, ago. Three odd weeks ago. Aye. And then... Um, you're already back out doing loads of running because <laughs> you're doing a marathon. I've got a marathon in two Ma weeks. Two weeks? Aye, so no this weekend, no next weekend, but the following weekend. And where's that? Loch Ranith. Which is? Where is it? Near Pit Lockery. Which is? <laughs> North? Perth, why? Right, okay, cool. And <laughs> you city boy. That's not enough, I've got an echo at the end. Where, uh, what's your hopes for that? 
Well, that was my first marathon to decide whether I'd be able to do an Ironman or no, so I'm just hoping to knock off some time. Good just, bit of time. I'm just wanting to finish the year on a wee PB. So. Yeah. And then is that you for 2018? I think so. Unless yeah. there's like wee, like wee tiny events here and there, I'll probably enter some, but uh, no, nothing mental. Cool. Uh, next year? Next year's a big year. A few plans? I told myself this year that that was it for the big events. I just want fast and short next year, and I completely sacked that. <laughs> and decided to enter Thor X Try <laughs> in Norway. Thor X Try. I mean, it sounds... <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Never mind before you look at that hill you need to cycle up. <laughs> so, what's that? Like, so just uh, in general, like the whole thing? So, it's uh, the swims in a, is it a forge, is that how you call it? A forge kind of thing. Right. I don't know how you is pronounce it. Is that cold it. as well? Aye. So, there's a. Uh, <laughs> there's. More jellyfish, I'm assuming? I don't know about the jellyfish, but I know it's a constant head current. So, uh, there's points in it where it's like there's power stations pumping cold water off the mountains and it feels like you're just swimming and going nowhere. They actually tell you to put 20 minutes onto your swim time. It's that hard. So, aye, the swim's got to be something else. And you're trying to get me to do this? Aye, but it'd be fine. Oh, <laughs> And then you're cycling up a big, crazy aye, hill? so it's like, I think it's 20 plus hairpins gone up, I think it's 1,000 feet climb and I can't remember if it was like... Four or four mile climb but then it's all downhill after that okay, kind of that's so great. <laughs> and then is it a normal run is there something stupid on the run no no the run's kind of coastal so it's it's big climbs here and there but there's <laughs> nothing like no kelpman like going up mountains and stuff like that is so. there a cut off time for that I there's cut offs as well What's, what is it like, there's cut offs for the bike oh, I did look at it the day but I've kind of forgot I'm sure it's 11 hours for Saharan but You've got to get to the bike in certain times to go into the run, but on the run, I'm sure there's, I don't know, I think there's any cut-offs. I'm, sure. I'm assuming you're expecting that to be a bit longer than what a normal Ironman would be. Aye, um, no. Distances all the same? Distances are all the same. As aye. an Ironman? Aye. Right. aye. I'm hoping maybe next year I'll probably be a wee bit faster, but I'm not really bothered, I just want to finish it, eh? Because yeah. <laughs> it is cold in the water, and again, when you come out and go up the hairpins, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. But it's going to be amazing at the same time, because it's stunning. When's that? That's in August 17th. Right, OK. So well, that's the main thing for next year? Eh, uh, kind of. I've got, eh... Uh, many I've put down for... Like two halves. So I'm planning on doing the Edinburgh half Ironman before it. So... Like a show? Aye. Like a show, aye. And then I'm planning on, in September, doing the Triathlon X, which is the hardest half distance. <laughs> Class is the hardest half distance. So Where's that? I, that's in, uh, is it Cumbria? Is that right? How you pronounce it? So it's in Borders of Scotland. Another punishing year. Aye. So Triathlon X has got like 33% climbs and stuff like that, which is quite <laughs> So next year's got to be mental. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so another mental year, like, how does it all kind of affect your life? Like, again, just trying to be real about things. Uh, for, so for anyone who's thinking about taking up mental shit, to know that it's going to have its downsides as well. I uh, well, uh, I was kind of 
talking about relationships and stuff like that, I felt, obviously, before Wales, I was kind of tough on my, my relationship and stuff like that, purely because it's a course a lot and, and it's a lot of time and your partner wants to spend time with you and you've not got that time and you're trying to, what do you sacrifice? Do you sacrifice your training or do you just let them accept that this is what you want to do and me being the selfish me, I always pick my training and I guess it's not the best thing to do. But uh, the good thing is he's studying next year for what he wants to do, so I kind of, that's why I entered for Norway or I wouldn't yeah, have done yeah, yeah. it. I did say to me it was kind of what made me take a break for doing long distance things to, to spend time with me, but he's not going to spend time with me anyway because he's going to be studying, so I'll just go to Norway. Aye, but, <laughs> but it, yeah, it definitely makes it, takes its toll and makes things difficult. Aye. But I guess hard. it's just something that we need to accept and Aye. they need to accept Aye. as well. Because um, you've got to have, you've got, you know, you got your goals, and that's what dri get drives you to go to bed in the morning, Aye. I suppose. Well, that's I mean. the way I look at it. He's got, he's got his goals. He wants to do all his university stuff, and I want to do. I want to keep doing what I'm doing because what I like, and exactly. it keeps my mind off of a lot of things because I struggle with eating problems and stuff like that. So if I'm kept act active and I'm doing all these crazy, I'm, I mean, I can't take the piss with the crazy stuff, <laughs> eh, but it's what I like, and I'm not going to stop because. Somebody's helped me too, so. That's it, that's it. And um, how do you think it would affect your life if you did give it up? Well, not give it up, but like, I suppose that's what it would be. I'd be a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably end up out training anyway. Aye, I would. I would still be training, but obviously I wouldn't be doing hours and hours at the weekends and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I do, there is sometimes I kind of, I've got a, my brother, Got a baby this year, so got a baby. <laughs> Picking up. Um, you so buy it off the <laughs> So I kind of regret not spending a lot of time with him this year, but I will obviously next year I will try and incorporate family time. Yeah. And, yeah a wee bit more and stop being maybe as selfish. But it's, it is hard it's, it's, when you're what a day so much and try to balance Aye, it. Aye, because it also. Human. Aye. You do so much. You're not a machine. You're fucking wrecked sometimes. Aye. And, you know, a big day on the bike or a big brick session or a big swim, I guess sometimes you just want to lie down after it. Um, pretty much. You do what you do and you're like, oh, let's go for something. You're like, no. Food, aye. I can't work on it. <laughs> How is the, how's the food these days and your eating and your nutrition? Are you doing... Aye. Again, it's something we discussed on the first aye, podcast. Aye. Um, are you finding it's, it's in a good place there? Aye, aye. Like, compared to what I used to be and stuff like that, aye, if I, it, it is good. If I've got time to cook, it's good. Well, obviously, sometimes you've not got that time and you're... My, my, my food's always good because it's always... Well, I say it's always good to a certain extent, but it's always kind of fresh. So I'll always have something decent for my dinner and if it's quick, it's quick. If that's, that's life, eh, but... Aye, it's better than what it has ever been. I'm feeling good. Good. To a certain point. What's that? <laughs> Just shattered all the time. Ah, that's pretty normal. <laughs> pretty normal when you're doing so much. Aye. Aye. Anything else you want to talk about? Right. Um, the only thing, just maybe, maybe not put enough emphasis on 
mental strength during these things because it's such a massive thing. Um, I think that I, I think if it's something that you don't have, you're not you wouldn't be able to do like a lot. You know, big endurance I, things. I, I would say like Iron Man is about. It's the biggest struggle Aye. mentally because obviously obviously you can have a coach and you can get a plan off a coach and, uh, and you can get told what to do, but you still have to be the one who gets up and Aye. does it when you're tired and when you're I'd say for me hungry too, like, and cold. And Aye. Like, we're having a coach, we do, he does his stuff on training peaks. And see when you see stuff gone red because you've not done it or because like, it goes by colours and stuff like that, it, it does take its toll on you. And I get really stressed out about things if like, I've not done so hard. Like if I've missed a day, I, it stresses me out yeah. and it does put me in a wee bad place. So I, 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 it is mentally challenging, like just all that. And then How do you think you've built up mental strength to a point where you can do these things? No. Is it generally um, just all down to your kind of past that drives you on is that, is that just literally the driving force I'm quite a strong minded person anyway so I, I can power through a lot to a certain extent obviously sometimes it is hard and yeah. you do go on that wee emotional roller coaster. but I, it is it's, you've just got to care what you're wanting if you're not wanting it you'll know yeah. that's my kind of thing if, like, you've, got, you've got to want today like Iron Man's and stuff yeah I think people can get motivated easily in, a mo in that moment Aye. and think, I want to do that. But when it comes down to realising what they actually Aye. have to do, they're in for a shock. Because like, the videos and that, the films, yeah, oh, it looks amazing and I want to do it. And I, it does get like <laughs> that. And we've all been I, there. I remember the moment where I told myself I would do an Ironman one day. And then I took a break from triathlon and focusing on the weights. Didn't do much cardio at all for the best part of a year and a bit. And then I just start I, th I got a I got the bug back after I think I was looking at bikes and stuff. And I kinda got the bug back for it and I was like, right, I think this is it. Started watching videos. Started watching videos for Kona and all that. <laughs> and I was like, This is it. I was, I'm, I'm gonna start back my, my training and I'm gonna go on the on the, the path to Ironman, and uh, that night I, r I went to run home for work, which mm -hmm. is at the time a 5k route, five and a half k route, and I hit 2k, and I was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I was so fucked, I had to stop, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was just watching the videos thinking, Aye. oh, fucking, I carry weight to go and run Aye. X amount of distance, or go out and cycle for three years. And then I ran 2K and I had to stop because I was so tired and I had a stitch. And I was like, Aye. oh my, this is going to be a lot of work. I think, I think a lot of people forget how much training is behind. Like, it is good seeing folk on the day, doing the event, and it's amazing and everything. But a lot of people forget all the work that goes in before it. And the, the event's just the, the prize at the end. It's no the months and months yep. of hard training, the, the mental roller coaster that you're going through. You're going to break point at some points in your training. It's it's no easy. It's sometimes not even enjoyable. Right, but totally. Uh, uh, I put people off. It is amazing. It's one of the best things you could ever do. Is getting down that red carpet. But I, uh, it's 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 hard. Yeah. It's hard to go in it for scratch, as you say. Because I can remember how hard my first sprint was. 
I hated it. That's it. I think you go through just ups and downs of this is fucked. I'm I'm struggling. I don't know if I can do this. And then then the same race, you'll be feeling on top of the world and you'll be on the bike looking around you and thinking this is fucking amazing. And it's just ups and downs, isn't it? And you just need to, that's where you need the mental strength just to not quit when it gets hard. And um, that's the main thing. That's it. And I think for... I think if, if if anyone has went through some sort of shit in their past or growing up or later in life or, you know, regret mm-hmm. a lot of things or they've done stuff that they're proud of or they've had addictions and they've changed their life around or they're trying to change their life around, I think it's probably one of the best things you could ever get into because Aye. that's where that's where, it, that's where it does for me and that's, where I, that's why I do it because... Aye. Because I don't, I don't, I've not had many moments feeling higher than when I'm out on a bike, mm-hmm. giving it everything, Aye. and it feels good, Aye. and you're in a great place and a beautiful scenery around you, and the weather's good. Maybe, maybe you've got some music in, or you're out with, out with somebody doing it, and you're actually like, I'm doing this, Aye. and you think back to where you were, maybe two, three, four, five, Aye. six, eight years ago, to think that you're doing something like that, or. I run, you run a distance you've never run before. Like when I'd done my first half marathon, mm-hmm. I was in bits. The last yeah. few K, my legs were just dead, but mentally I was, I felt amazing yeah. because it was just an amazing feeling to push my body and my mind and everything like that. And we've talked a lot about the tough aspects mm-hmm. of it, but the benefits of it mentally and physically and um, just what it does for you as a person. Uh, it's crazy. It makes you a better person. I would say I've I've never felt this this good in a long time to go out and do things and get well this year's been a year for PBs for me, like on a lot of events that I first started yeah. on and to to feel like that is it's, it's amazing. It's it's and it makes you mentally stronger. I mean you can you can put your body through that. So you can always get better, and, yeah, yeah. and there's no getting away from that. Aye. Plus, I think that little things that maybe might have, you might have worried about or stressed about before, Aye. when you've got up at whatever time in the morning, swam in cold water, or ran for a distance that you never thought you could, or pushed yourself through training that you didn't think it was possible before, the little mm-hmm. things just aren't things anymore. No. Or when you hear people's excuses, you're just like, fucking Aye. come on. Aye. Like, oh, like I, I can't go to the gym because I was tired from work. And I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> three, hours a, three hours a week? Aye. You know, you start to realise what is actually possible. Aye. And then the bullshit is clearer. Aye, totally. <laughs> and, and, and that's obviously a good, only a good thing for you, but also for helping others as well, because you can give others a wee kind of kick up the arse when they're kind of well, doubting what, themselves even. Aye, that's what, well, that's what I like. Like, I have had a few people, like, asking me, like, for help, well, for tips. Well, I stuff. have, I have. Well, well, You've helped me. Like, it's, that's, that is a really good feeling to be in that position to help people. And it's helping me as well, because obviously I'm getting pals, it's into it, and it makes me a stronger person, because I'm like, aye, so you need to do this, you need to do this, and then I need to do it too. <laughs> so. Of course, aye. <laughs> so, aye Win-win. Aye. But aye. Does make you a stronger person. Really? Well, I think that's us. Thanks again for coming through and training. Till next year. Till next year, aye. <laughs> You've I'm done sh- your Ironman and I've done everything else. I know, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll have round three <laughs> this, t- this time next year. And uh, we'll have a whole load of other shit to talk about. We did about five hours. Aye. <laughs>
I will. Time to go home. <laughs> it's bedtime. It's past my bedtime. Not yet. It's well past my bedtime. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, we're out. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>